0: Link Prana Stories Connect to and learn from Asia's smartest business minds Level up with unedited original content in just 60 minutes Bringing actionable advice and real stories Ask all your burning questions on our truly live talk show with the guests who are at the top of their game are you prepared to be one of the most ambitious future leaders get inside asia's smartest business minds tune in www.linkedprana.com okay hi everyone so today we are live and if you're shocked to see me alone in the screen please don't be the guest is just joining in with us and she's an amazing lady started her own company about about four years ago and we're going to share her story with all of you today but she's going to take a little while to join as we all know the internet has been a bit of a trouble but hi how has your day been so far how's how's the week coming up since since it's just the next another week that we've stepped into the lockdown i think by now we've got almost accustomed to the work from home concept and i know you guys have already figured out all the ways to really make it productive and happening Tell me from where are you tuned in? I love to know the cities. The other day we had wonderful people from all across, and that was the most amazing part. So please share with me from which cities are you tuning in, the country, everything. And also tell me how's your day.
1: So we have our guest. Hi, Wen. Hi, guys. Hi. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much, Lucian. Thank you, me. Wen yes well
0: we are equally excited and happy to have you um so i was just telling the guests that we're going to have you they are joining us we are going to have people from all across and then will tell us from which city when herself is is an influencer so i don't think life has been a new concept to her she's been live so many times already but let me give a humble introduction to who she is so Wen Fong, that's her name. So she is the founder of Sushi Wade, which is ASEAN's leading influencer marketing company. Yes, guys, she deals with influencers, and she's produced more than eleven thousand branded content for brands across Southeast Asia. For I think more than thousand five brands, right? When? Yeah. Yes. Wow, that's amazing! It's not really easy to have more than eleven thousand branded content. That's lovely. Thank you. Thank tell you. It's uh, the team's effort, team's effort. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. I think all of us are where we are because of our team. And I take that for sure. Uh, tell us about, tell us something about yourself. Just let's start with that. Tell us about, and also tell us how's the COVID situation impacting business for you.
1: Um, I guess because we're a digital business, so working from home has been fun. I mean, I've always wanted to do it. Um, it's something that, uh, you know, it's, it's been in the back of our heads for six months, but then uh, kind of like just threw us into the deep and then we just have to adopt the work from home environment. But it's turning out to be good. Uh, it's a little bit difficult for the founder, I, I think, because uh, suddenly you, you can't just walk up to people. You have to reply to the Slack, you have to reply to the messages. And um, the, there's, you've got to be a lot more clear with your communication with the team. Which I thought was something that was dif- difficult a little bit because usually I just walk around and I'll be like, oh hey, can you do like this or can you do like <laughs> that? But now it's like I have to wait till they are done and then I see it. I get on a call, explain it, you know, or I leave comments or it. Those little little subtle things are a little bit annoying, um, but now the whole company is turned very task driven. So we were not very. Um, uh, We've, we've changed from you know just a very broad um, objective key and key results we've turned into a very task driven company uh, but in terms of business i think um, marketing is like kind of one or two cycles behind you know so we still see the the campaigns coming in but uh, i i okay. think in the next quarter it'll be bad it'll be slightly not so good yeah
0: okay so that means the campaigns that's coming in
1: that's for the future
0: i mean second or third quarter
1: Mm, yeah pro- probably sec- second quarter would be quite affected i think because the, oh. i mean a lot of times the marketers they were they would have already decided for the next quarter so i think last quarter they decide this quarter so this quarter is going to be not so good yeah
0: <laughs> oh yeah yeah of course that's true that's true so when as we know that it has been a journey for approximately four years for you with sushi week yes
1: yes yes
0: amazing and uh, and uh as i always say it is the right for any entrepreneur or a founder to run a company and then bring it to the scale where it is at the moment uh how does it how does it feel when you look back now to see that from the time you started because you were into a nine to five job we know that and yeah. uh, then mm. you really left that and you started something so how was your feel on that
1: like the jump from my job, my okay. actual like You're nine true. to five kind of a job, yeah. Right. I think I transitioned pretty well. So I started at a as an investment banker, right? Then I swapped into working for startups. So I was already in, introduced to the startup culture for okay. a couple of years before I then started my own startup. So I kind of knew how it feels like, and it's it's good because I always look back and think like, oh how my ex-boss would have done how would the other founder do it you know so i always had this reflection point of like how june would have done it for example so um so it, it was it was prepared, prepared mindset yeah so for me the there was a there was a cushion yeah okay was,
0: uh, <laughs> That's that like work for your favor let me give audience a quick outline so today So today, when is going to share how exactly we can have a work health balance in the startup environment, and the reason why we chose this topic for her is because, uh, though the fact is that she looks phenomenal, and none of her looks can reveal reveal the fact that she has been going through a whole lot of health trouble and taking care of a company to run hand in hand. Which is not easy because I have been in the same shoe and kind of still am. I've still so relate with you when where you have health and work, two of the most important things of your life, and you have mm. to make choices. So, do you want to sh- give some light on how this balance has been for you in the past few months? Like,
1: okay, so I I think the story goes all the way back to the first year, right? Okay. Uh, or even the first the. Second, the second startup that I was working in I took on a bigger responsibility and uh, the first time I saw myself in a stress induced uh, you know situation or where, where I was really chronically stressed was when I had like hair for like like uh, you know this thick, the whole thing just fell off. So I was bought one corner here on my for on my head. And uh, I went to see a doctor and the doctors like you are very very stressed. This is 100% stress induced and I'm like okay, then oh, I got God. it. I took a break from that. Yeah, I took a break from that job um because I realized I was really burning out. And uh, at that point in time I I was really really it was, a, it was just so burnout. So I knew I took a break. I took about a 6 months break. But then when you start your own startup, you can't take breaks. You know? Yes. know <laughs> just like oh let's take a break you know so you can't even take full-fledged vacations you can't even take full-fledged
0: yeah. vacations because you still have to be there but this, before you continue the story i really have to say this is the whole reason when which we have you here because on mm-hmm. linkedin story we talked about so much but Having a first female entrepreneur, yes. In this edition, you're the first female entrepreneur to share a story, and I'm so excited! Yes, exactly. And sadly, this is our last episode, which is also making me a bit emotional as well. But I'm very glad that you are the one who's there with us on our last and sharing a story which is which could be relatable to many because Mm. being either in a job which you just shared that the hair fell off or being in the founder place where of course it's more stressful and you're going to tell us your journey about that as well thank you so much for being on linkedin prana stories and and being so candid because not many people come forward and share this yeah it's not an easy thing
1: for for me, I think I'm open to share. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a pretty open book. It's all over my blog. <laughs> so I, I think it's it's about my journey. So I don't really uh, you know I don't really care if there is like VCs who are looking and then they'll be like, oh, you know, she's not that strong. Like for me it's a it's a journey and I'm learning all the way, right? Uh, so the first the first time for Sushi vid where this thing really, you know, hit me was when during the first year, I actually stopped menstruating for six months. So that was when I was like okay, I'm not getting my period. Shit. What do I do? <laughs> you know? So that was that okay. was the first, the first one. It was pretty mellow, okay. Then um I slowly, you know, took up some gym and then uh I tried to do some marathons. I did like half marathons and I I tried to keep a balance with my health, la. And then the second year, um I had uh very, very severe uh sprain on my jaw so i was grinding my teeth at night so bad that i i actually had a locked jaw and i couldn't move my mouth so that was the second one that uh the the second year where it hit second second third year thereabouts and um i had to go and see like a maxillofacial doctor and then they had to like botox so that i can relax the muscle i have to make mouth guard and i have to do all sort of sorts of things just to relax the muscles here and the third year because this is kind of relaxed, right? Because it's like, in the the muscles can't move anyway. The pain went down my neck, and oh. I had really severe back pain. I had to go to the chiropractor. I still go to my chiropractor once every two weeks, and then uh, this time it became worse. I have uh, stress-induced asthma, which uh, which means that I have to use this little thing to breathe every day or every every alternate days because I cannot breathe. And and um I've been trying to track, I've been trying to sleep, I'm trying to figure out what's going on because I, I feel um, there is a huge difference between stress and happiness, right? So I'm very happy. I love my job, guys. I, I have to admit, I love my job, I love my team, um, I feel very um I, I love achieving, I love accomplishing in life. I I I I think like I'm very excited. I just want to go to work, right? But somehow the body is not reacting the same way. And I, and I go to the doctor and I'm like, but doctor, I'm very happy. I don't understand why is my body behaving. Yes. I'm very happy. I am yes. happy. Please, somebody tell me what's going on. I,
0: I understand this. I, I so understand this because I've been there. Last year was so challenging. And the doctors are telling me, you need to take a break. I love my work. Trust me, I love my work. But they don't want to believe it.
1: Yeah, so I, I think for now, it's just um I really try to shut down. At, in the evening, sometimes I, I I realize the problem is like when I'm sleeping, I'm so excited about work that I would I would turn on some podcasts and try to listen while I sleep so that I can absorb whatever till the last minute that the brain falls asleep. I'm still absorbing, you know. Um, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, I would do I would do this kind of stupid things, but now I just really stop all that and just you know I downloaded the app called Calm. Yeah, and uh, you know play some Me you know waterfall music. <laughs> it's very boring. But I, I think it helps. I'm trying to to adjust because I think something's wrong. I just um you know, but there is there there is no sure way um to mm. figure out. I think everybody has that. Um I know like people like Bill Gates, they like to go for long walks. You know. Yeah. But we all now we are in this MCO, we cannot go for walks. Uh Steve Jobs likes to go for walks. Um right. some some of the founders in Malaysia, they they are, you know, they they are gym free you know they they have really nice body Their bath, they they really work out because it's like their outlet to let go their stress but i didn't yeah. i didn't know i was stressed I, I i mean i i see the symptoms and i'm like okay, okay this is all stress but i didn't know it because i don't know how to adjust because I, I i didn't feel like i was stressed yeah but yeah
0: no i that's true that's true because the fact is all these are more like a it, it reflects more on a physical level to you and to yeah. identify that it's coming from the mind and not from the body, it takes a whole lot of time. And I'm sure that's the journey for you as well as to what you just shared with us. How has this impacted Sushi SushiWid, your, your, your baby and the company? Uh,
1: I'm very thankful this year, uh, the impact is pretty cushioned because um, some of my team members have been with me for some years, you know, so while I'm out they they really kind of step up and they really uh put in their effort to take lead you know so i thought that was really good so how i i fixed it was because the last three four years i tried to make this flat hierarchy so it's like just everybody reports to everybody and we're all friends but end up it's like everybody is reporting to me because everybody else is just kind of like oh yeah we're all friends you know and i weren't the boss so um this uh how i adjusted was i then created another layer of hierarchy so i actually put in team leads so like one person is in charge of three people rather than you know so i only talk to seven people now rather than me talking to 20 people so i i kind of put that layer in between and because the people has been with me for some years i have that confidence to you know impart the teams to them yeah so was it was it easy
0: for you to have this transition set up in the company, or or it took a while to adapt to that culture change? Mm,
1: I I think I just needed to know the process. I just needed to know uh, who's accountable for what and uh, how how is the process going to be because. When it's just me and then I will be able to see everything and I'll be able to connect marketing to sales and marketing to developers or whatever the marketing needs, new landing page or anything, I can connect the dots just like that because I know everything. But now uh, we just have to have a bit more meetings. So we have team lead meetings every Wednesday morning so that um, everybody update everybody. So if, even if it's not relevant to you, you have to sit in a meeting just, just so that you hear what the other people is doing and maybe you can chip in to help. So Initially, it took a while because I wasn't sure. But once we figured it out, we just we just moved. It's just like the work from home. We just kind of like throw ourselves in the deep and then okay, swim. <laughs> Lovely. No, that's good. I think uh, when
0: you you mentioned about the fact that we, in the flow you said even if the VCs are thinking she's weak. Now, uh, for the matter of fact, I'm also a female founder, and you're also a female founder. You know, it's there's a bit of. Whatever you say, the judgments are little more. I have yeah. personally experienced it. I'm not sh- too sure if it is applicable on your side as well or not. But do you want to share a bit on that side? You know, you mentioned about the VC aspect. We are in a startup culture. Of course, funding has been a thing as well. How this this has this side of the story has been for you.
1: Um, as a female founder, I think I have some privileges and I like to look at the privileges instead so uh, the main privilege is that every single time there's a pitch right and then they are going to be like oh we need some female representative so there's (laughs) only a select few of us anyway so i will be likely to be selected to go for pitch so i take that as a positive right and then also because all the government agencies right they also feel like okay we need to support women founders so i always tend to be selected for programs like and, and there's only like 25% female, you know. So I, I don't know, maybe I got in because um I am female, minority. So that, that that is an advantage for me, right? In terms of VCs, I have not raised VC fund. I have not aggressively looked for a VC, so I cannot really comment. Because to be honest, I really never look. So because um from the beginning until today, I have an Angel Investor and my job investor is pretty good so and um the company has been able to function i mean of course we want to expand um and i, I look forward to expanding but i've not actually um looked to vcs just yet yeah
0: okay cool i think i, I get your perspective that's nice and with this i want to go ahead with my first round of the exciting segment which is the rapid fire OK, Okay, so in, okay. Yes, so in this, you have to stay uptight and super active. I'm going to throw some good questions to you, and you're going to tell us very fast what's your thought on that, OK? OK, so is this just a one-word thought, or like I have oh no, it sentence. can be. It can be. It can be a full sentence. Oh. OK, can. OK? OK, let's go. So tell me the top
1: three websites that you navigate the most. OK, laoya.net. Is one of the websites I navigate the most. Uh, now, oh, worldometer, definitely, to check the status. Uh, also, Instagram. So these okay. are the websites. If, if Instagram count. Yeah. I, I think I would
0: let that go. Let that be in the social media category. How about outside of Instagram? Uh,
1: outside Instagram, the third website I would go to. I guess like one of the news channels, Bloomberg maybe. OK, cool. I take that. Yeah. How about a mentor, a business mentor for you? Who would that be? Personal mentor. Uh, my personal mentor is KL Chan, uh, IP88 founder. Yeah. So he's, he's been uh, my mentor for the last five years. So very, very grateful because he's, and, and, and you know, now that I'm in my fifth year, right, and then some founders come and talk to me sometimes, and then they ask me really not so not so smart questions and then i'm like oh my god how did i t-? so i would call him and i'm like you know uh, i call him brother chan, So brother chan i don't know how you've been so patient with me i'm so annoying i don't know how you handled me five years ago because today <laughs> five years later when i look back at some people ask me question i'm like why you ask me this type of question So, but we have to pay it forward we have to just keep training people and training other founders so yeah
0: Oh yeah, I, I I can I I can I, I get that feel of yours, but that reflects the growth that you have been through in the half a decade time. That is almost but that's great, you know. How about a life mentor? So we know that he would be
1: more on the corporate and the business aspect, but how about your life mentor? My life mentor, My a person you want to name, right? Yeah, correct. Okay, so my life mentor, I think, is Eugene. Uh so Eugene is the the found, co-founder of Carlist. So he has oh, been yeah. my friend since two thousand and twelve, uh, and that time I was working in Cradle, and he was one of the uh, he was one of the CIP five hundred recipients. So he was a grand recipient from Cradle, and uh, so we became friends from there And he's just been you know sharing with me about shares equity. He shares with me about animals, and he shares about everything. Else. So he's <laughs> like the life mentor.
0: Wow, nice to know that. One book you would like to give to a friend?
1: Book to give to a friend. Um. If I have to pick one book only, gosh, it, it's a very hard question because I'm staring at my bookshelf right now. <laughs> it's like <laughs> um, okay, if I have to give one book. Sorry, I know this is supposed to be a rapid fire, but okay, I I would pick the um uh the What's his name? Gosh, Robert. Uh... Kawasaki? No, Robert Kwok, the, the, the book on Robert Cox's autobiography. The guy who started the sugar factory in Malaysia. I forgot his name for once. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, only came out last that... year or the year before last year. But, but it was a very inspiring book and uh, it talks a lot about our history uh Malaysia being a Chinese in Malaysia it talks about um you know the Japanese occupation for a little bit and uh, about the split between Malaysia and Singapore so it's an entrepreneur journey but it's also about the how Malaysia formation how did Malaysia become where it is today so I thought that was a very uh, interesting book because I didn't know that much about our history so until he brought it up like you know how Singapore Airlines and Malaysia Airlines used to be one but then they couldn't find a way to make it work, so it became two, yeah.
0: Okay. So
1: things like that. So I thought it was a very nice book.
0: So anybody who wants to know the history between Malaysia and Singapore, this is the book you want to read because it's gonna grow you twice.
1: Yeah, it, But it talks about that whole independence, that, that that bit, and then also how he studied in you know in Singapore, and then he was raised. He was born in Johor, studied in Singapore. His brother joined some communist party, and it's just, it's just quite an interesting book. So I mean, of course, because he's today. I think the richest man in Southeast Asia, but he's also, you know, um, yeah, he's also Malaysian and, and that builds up that nationalism, you know, because like, wow, he can do it. I feel like I also can at some point. So
0: I get to know the book name from my team. It's a memoir of Robert Kirk. I think that's the name of the full book. Yes. yes. The, the memoir. Right. That's the name of it, if you want to refer to. So yeah. one
1: that's podcast. Very good. Book. Sorry? One podcast that you love the most podcast podcast that I love the most oh gosh okay uh, I listen to uh, Christian podcast a lot because it's my refresh it's it's my go to sleep like story so I listen to uh, Pastor Joel Osteen from uh, Lakewood Church okay. and I listen to Pastor Joseph Prince from New Creation Church so that's the two podcasts I listen to every night
0: awesome and how about a tv show tell us <laughs> tell us the entertainment side of soup when it won okay.
1: My favourite is uh, Big Bang Theory, I love Sorry? Sheldon, Sorry. Big, Bang Theory. Oh, really? love Big Bang Theory, oh my god, I, I love Sheldon in the show, I, I mean he's so, he's such a quirky character, you know, and I love how he still has friends, <laughs> I mean,
0: of his
1: character. but you know, he he's a kind hearted person, he's just a bit quirky, and I like that, mm-hmm. you know, okay. and, and the show actually glorifies nerds a lot, which I feel like, you know, I can relate, so I like that, yeah. Exactly, that's what I was saying. So, do you relate with Sheldon? Yeah, I, I think no, I'm not that smart, <laughs> but I definitely have a character. So, um, I don't I don't have a lot a lot of friends. Um, I'm very serious in my conversations. Um, I, I think I am yeah because I don't know. Sometimes I give advice when it's not wanted. <laughs> like okay, I feel like I'm overly overly motherly sometimes that like i give too many advice so yeah maybe maybe i'm a little bit like sheldon a little bit as per okay i don't know when to to stop and how about an animal you relate with the most animal dogs for sure i'm a dog lover i feel like i'm also like a dog i'm a people pleaser like i'm insecure i like people to like me <laughs> just yeah. like dogs yeah well,
0: okay i love that candid side of you that was a lovely wrap on the rapid fire you did quite well and also shared a little bit about yourself though it didn't go rapid, but it was nice
1: to know more about them through that thank you that was so i was nervous i was nervous you don't you can't see i'm i'm shaking my legs down there like okay what's the next question
0: sorry when i had to make you nervous but that was not the intention at all we really wanted to know uh, a side of you which is not only about your entrepreneurial journey when is at you? So, um, when now looking at the looking at where you are at the moment, uh, down the line, four years in the company, share us some core challenges that you had to go through, during function or growth or even while the setup time. What were those challenges, and how did you combat
1: it? I think every year the challenge become harder the first year i mean if it dies it's okay like no just start another one because it's only one year right what did i miss but like after four years now it's like if it if anything happens it's like oh my god four years of my life or or five years it's it's four and uh four and three months so i'm like you know i'm always referring to five years now so but now it kind of feels like if if it doesn't work it's like oh my gosh i don't know if i will start again (laughs) because It's already been four years. Uh, I think the biggest challenge for me is uh, when I start to realize this last year, actually, when I turned 34 last year, and um, that was when I realized, oh, shites. I'm 34 and single. And oh, my god. <laughs> like, do I, and this is where, I mean, it's, it's very personal, but you know, it's where I start to realize, that, OK, do I, do I want to have children? Because if I want to have children, then I should be dating in the next two years and then you know hopefully settle down and then try to have baby and i won't have one i probably have two so i'm like okay i need to fast track the whole thing and and have have a good relationship and two babies by 40 and 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 i have five years to do that and while running a high-speed startup so i mean that challenge came because of my age right um because when i started the business at 30 I was kind of like chill, you know, OK, it's all right. no like, you know, think about the guy. They, the, let's wait till Series A. I'm like, OK, now the Series A hasn't arrived. The boyfriend hasn't arrived either. So it's gotten a bit, um, it's getting me a bit, like, I'm getting a bit nervous about that. But I want to try to also calm down and just like, you know what, if it happens, it happens, it's OK. I can adopt children. I can freeze my eggs. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's the biggest challenge for me right now, navigating. and. Um, Really knowing what I want on the personal side as well, like whether I'm willing to give that up. Because on one hand, I could, because I, I mean, I recently watched the uh, the show on uh, Inside Bill's Brain, and um, I mean, after mm-hmm. I finished the trivia, I I just after this, I just want to go and work for Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. I want to eradicate polio. I, I want to, uh, you know, provide sets, uh, uh, sewer system for like the poor in Africa I mean that's what I want to do right so I'm like okay I, I I don't know so there's there's this I don't have enough time I don't know whether I want to pursue you know my personal life a little bit or do I want to just fly myself to the US after this and just go and work for Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation wow. I'm serious I love it I, I I I hope I qualify and I really want to work for them I hope
0: someone is listening to 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 this and the universe can get things done for you towards that direction. But there is so much of mixed emotion. Yeah. You know, Absolutely so much of mixed emotion that I could feel to what you shared with us. This there are challenges in the personal life as well where we we aim yeah. to get certain things done. And at the same time you have the daily hustle of the day-to-day activities and tasks in, in Shuki And at the same time, since you're running a company and you also aspire to Towards helping Melinda Foundation or maybe going on a job trial or something. So these these are normal human feelings. And I think one and all, every one of us go through it. And that's the reason why I would say for some some source of that stress comes in because there is a whole lot of things that we want to do in our life. And there's yeah, there, there's still that chase that is there how do you hold yourself back and how do you keep yourself tight in this situation what is it that you rewire in your mind and you say no what i have at the moment let's focus, and then coming back to where you are how, what's that technique that you used
1: to do i mean every every day I, I mean, it's something that I think about. It's not something that I actively go and pursue. you know. So uh, for example, my personal life and uh, relationships and all that, right? It's something that I, I know is at the back of my head. And um, it's something that I care. But I'm not really actively, you know? So I have a friend. She's very cute. She uh, used a very salesy method to, to do this. She will uh, go on dates twice a week, and then she will date about three months and then she'll pick the one she likes the most and then she will you know and she will secure the lead and i I thought that was really funny but i i'm not going in that angle somehow i i I just feel like okay i'm just gonna go with the flow and um i mean i prayed about it and i and i really told god and god knows what's best for me so i'm just like okay you decide what what is for me but um definitely i would need somebody who's very supportive because i i do still um, you know ever since I started my business right and then I realized the responsibility not just for the business and the team but also the environment because uh, my team actually throws out like I don't know in in a, in a day I mean you know in a week right I have to bring like my back the know the back of my my car the trunk right I have to fill it up with papers cans, uh, box drinks mm-hmm. because that's how much trash they they produce every day. In the company, and ever since then, I've become very i, I became a little bit obsessed with uh, recycling. I am—I'm really obsessed with recycling at the moment, and um, so then I—I I got myself a little bit introduced to environmental stuff, like you know how to recycle and whatever. And then and then after that, I watched Bill—Bill uh, uh, Bill Gates' uh, documentary, yeah, yeah. and I'm like, <gasps> okay, there's this <laughs> other side of me that I want to do that. Like I'm really really looking forward to doing something more social, and, and that was fun. So, so I yeah I only so somebody is
0: Lovely, and we have some beautiful audiences with us who have asked some wonderful questions from you. And I want to really throw that question at the same time. Just a quick message to my audience: Please follow LinkedIn Prawner as a hashtag on LinkedIn to so stay tuned with all the latest updates that's going to come. This is a this it, though it's the final episode of our edition one, but this. So much of excitement that we have already started up for this edition to we've already started for listing the people who will come in. So do follow the hashtag Corner on LinkedIn and please share your questions. We are getting close we're in the last 20 minutes of the of the call. So make sure that you drop your questions because this is the time you get her to answer whatever you want. Yes. <laughs> so
1: when
0: so let me I'm let not me not share. As, of course, we. I think the the first thirty minutes we could feel the candidness. You were so genuine and authentic, not hesitant to bring what you actually feel, even if it is vulnerable. It's completely fair, and that makes you more human than anyone. So I really appreciate you sharing that. Let's come to the first question. So I have Lee Juan sharing the first question she herself is a founder as well and hi lee thank you so much for joining us so her question is how do you identify a business mentor what do you look
1: for okay okay so uh so how i found chan was um i just go and reach out to people i mean a lot of people are my mentors my investors are uh, my investors my mentor my future investors my mentor i have one in, in the pipe um and i i just think that every every person who who has a different experience right will be able to give you a different um outlook by the end of the day right no matter how many mentors you have you have to make the decision yourself the decision is on you um, and you can hear all kinds of things at the end of the day you have to make a decision so when it comes to a mentor i think it's nice to just have a sounding board and sometimes when you have co-founders you don't need to have that many mentors because your co-founder kind of be your sounding board um uh but for me the the biggest i mean a, a personal mentor would or, or rather a person kind of a mentor would be people that i commonly go out for drinks with or uh people that i would meet at events and i get very excited or, or people I'll just text and like you know hey i have this question can i call you um but there's also books that can serve as great mentors great mentors um i know so that you know because go ahead go ahead Man, go ahead no, um so there are a couple of books that I, I, I really like. Uh I think Brad Felt is a really good writer. Uh I think Tim Ferris, uh, Tools of yeah, Titans, uh, those ones, they're very short snippets, but very good. Uh Anthony Robin. So these are pretty like Ray Dalio, Principles of Ray Dalio is also good.
0: Exactly. Yeah. I think you know there's a mix. You can you can look for a mentor which which is really virtual up to the book and at the same time in person. But Really trying too hard to find a mentor in itself is is not a very beautiful journey. At some point in my life as well, Lee, I was trying too hard to look for a mentor, but that's not how it is. I realized that every person you meet, you can learn a little. And if you can't learn what you should do, you can learn what you shouldn't do from that person as well. And that is itself an important thing in life. So it's not really core to get one person. There could be a whole lot of yeah. people around you that can teach you so much. And one fine day, I'm sure you'll find one person, one person, who might inspire you the most or help you in the crisis in the most. But till then, don't try too hard, I think. It's just going to come your way.
1: Yeah, I also think I didn't just go up to them and like, hey, can you give me a talk? Can you? I, didn't, I didn't, you know, it's just over the years you know as and when i i mean i i i get a problem that i'm you know i just need to talk to somebody i would call eugene and like hey Eugene, can i talk to you now thanks like, yeah. okay what's up what's wrong now you know then i'll tell <laughs> him I'll out how i feel and then he will help me and then sometimes you know weekends we may meet up for like lunch you know but yeah i never ever once called him and then like hey can you be my mentor it's kind of like over the years <laughs> develop that friendship yeah. I think it's more Correct. important it's to have a group of friends, a group of startup friends, that founder group that, you know, um, everybody learn from each other that kind, or your co-founder. That That yeah. is a more day-to-day, yeah.
0: Agreed, absolutely. I think, Lee, I hope you got your answer. Just, just look for people around you, and you'll get so much to learn from them and their stories. And that's the inspiration of LinkedIn Stories as well. Every person who's been there on our ninth episode today who, each one can be a mentor in a way, but just what you have shared in fifty minutes, and what you're telling is exactly the same thing. So I hope you got your answer, Lee. Let's look at the second question. So we have Pradeep Kumar with us, and he is asking, when can you tell us about? maintain mental about how to maintain mental health and creativity and things in sequence in bit dynamic situations where we rarely remember what we did earlier. Okay I will repeat okay, the question I, one thing yes. yes. So he's asking can you tell me how to maintain mental health and creativity and things in sequence in a bit dynamic situation where we rarely remember what we did earlier. Okay. Uh I think I like more it. about how seen, yeah. How to be seen in the dynamic situation. So yeah. Uh
1: I think you have to find your outlet. So for me, uh my outlet sometimes is you know to have a whiskey, you know. Uh, sometimes <laughs> my outlet is just you know, slip it, slip sleep through it just don't oh, don't force it just sleep through it um, meditation um, taking a really nice long shower I know it's wasting water but nice long shower really helps um, but I think how, going back to Bill Gates and Steve Jobs right they do long walks because I think when they're walking they are they are the, they're stimulating the blood flow but at the same time they're actually thinking So they're like, you know, okay, so I do this, what do I do? As they walk, they think, they walk, they think, right? So I think that's uh, one way they compartmentalize. So I do the same as well. Like I would be taking a shower and then i will be like, "Mm," and then then by the time I come out, I'll have my to-do list ready. Um, Yes. And try to look at everything as a process. Don't, uh, I need to do this, I need to do this, I need to do this, I need to do this. Okay, I don't know what to do. But just everything you need to do, just write down and Then try to um, see which one is easy to do or which one's urgent, which is important. Then you split it up so that there's always the urgent important matrix. You just Google it, there's an urgent important matrix right. you have look out for. Right. So right. You can, yeah, you know how to practice your work. Yeah, um, but there's always going to embrace it. There's going to be 101 things to do, and you can only do five every day. I think.
0: Bang on, you know, when you align yourself to what you need to do, it just makes you to go in the right direction. Mm-hmm. And just to add to Pradeep's question as well, I feel um you need to find your runaway. I mean, you need to find what brings you back. Like as you shared, I think a little bit more about I think you love scrabble as well. If I'm not wrong, right? You love scrabble as well. Yeah, 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 exactly. So um, it's 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 music like you just listening to good music and then taking a break and then coming back to work also helps you align so find what works for you because what works for one may not work for someone else It's a journey absolutely i agree because what can work for me may not work for you and that's the journey that you have to go through for the first few days to identify where your joy sparkles the most and wherever it does i think that's the point that's the point you want to yeah. keep it. yeah, indeed. lovely. I love the part where you mentioned about when you go in the shower and you come out, you're ready with your to do list. That's fact, yeah, that because showers help you align. No, no, sometimes for, no, for me, that's true, indeed. That's great. Let's look at the second, uh, sorry, third question. So we have Rangasila and uh, he is business development team and into marketing as well he's saying hi kushbu and ven this is so inspirational oh thank you so much uh, i thank have you a question what kind of habits you suggest we need to invite to be productive in startup life huh
1: wow um what kind of habits to have i think uh try to stick to a really good sleeping schedule i think that's very important i think what happened for me and how i became so sick was because at one point i was uh, dating and then uh, in my dating life um, my boyfriend was working my ex-boyfriend was working a lot with uh indian programmers and so he had to sleep at a very odd hour so he would sleep at four o'clock and i would follow him and then the next day i'm going to work and i'm just you know really uh groggy because i i I feel like I'm jet lagged every single day, um, especially like over the weekends. Like once I once I see him over the weekend. On the weekday, on a Monday, Tuesday, I'm like dead fish. So kind of have to stick to that discipline and stick to your schedule and and uh, don't don't change that. Yeah, I, I learned that the hard way. But don't change that. Um, eat healthy. Uh, try to try to eat like eat on time. I have a friend who's uh, who was a founder and uh, he you know when the startup. Uh, when his startup journey ended uh, he has really really bad gastric and like even just he just eat like you know half an hour later his his stomach is hurting like mad so i feel it's not worth it you you need to maintain your health
0: yeah yeah absolutely that's bang on i started my company crashed stress was definitely a reason gastric did was a problem food timing was a problem so there were so many things that happened and learning it yeah. hard way. All I can share, and as you rightly mentioned, you take care of your food routines and have a de-stress yeah. in life. So you know what I have done after all the lessons that I have learned. I've, I've started telling this: live a little without guilt. Because honestly, I also have a bit of a problem where I'll go take a break. I'll I'll go watch a movie, but as soon as my movie is finished, I don't have a feel of that oh no why did i watch that movie i should have done that proposal instead you know so the entire one of the two hours goes in because emotionally you give yourself that guilt so whatever appointment happens yeah, yeah. it finishes immediately as soon as the guilt comes in so i've started rewiring myself every single moment push never a little without guilt it's okay you can do that
1: <laughs> yeah I had that as well. I remember one trip I went to Japan with my family and I was so I was so unwilling to be there. You know, so I wasn't in the moment. I was just there, but I was on my laptop and I was working there, you know, road trip, driving, everybody's chit-chatting and I'm on my laptop the whole time with my headphones on. So I kind of wow. feel like I was there, but I wasn't there. And then like that was the first year, right? And now when I look back, I'm like, oh, I was so stupid. I should really have <laughs> enjoyed myself in family time, you know. Because my sister just migrated to Sweden as well, together with my niece and my brother in law and suddenly they are out of my life. And I'm I'm kind of like you know, oh man, all those time we went for holiday, I should have been in, I should have been in the moment. I wasn't. But I think it's a journey, like we kind of we learn as we go. But yes. yeah, don't don't live with that guilt. I think movies <laughs> help me as well. I, I love watching uh like, you know, the theory or something. I I love watching movies because it just I just shut down the brain shuts and it just focuses. And and yeah, that's like my, my my release as well. Yeah, movies are good. Awesome, awesome. I think you got so many good answers um, from
0: from from my guests, as well as a little bit from my side as well. I hope the startup journey goes great and we're gonna rock it definitely. With this, I'm gonna to come to the second awesome segment. So when what we're gonna do here is I'm gonna put two words at you and you're gonna choose one two options you're going to choose one you resonate with the most okay okay
1: okay i'll be fast this time i know it's going to be rapid
0: (laughs) okay 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 don't let your legs let's let's try not the legs let's try not the legs to get shiver but yes it's going to be easy because i'm going to share options okay let's do it so an actress or a startup entrepreneur startup entrepreneur yeah wow okay because i know that you wanted you were an aspiring actress earlier before it and all happened yes. right yes, <laughs> awesome. yes. let's um, get go. you want to say something no no okay cool facebook or instagram instagram <laughs> sales or marketing sales owned capital or borrowed capital Own capital Friends or family? Family. Maggie me or pizza? Maggie me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, How about, uh, how about power or money? Power or money? Yeah.
1: Power, maybe not money.
0: Okay, cool. And how about speed or scale?
1: Speed or scale? Speed. Speed. Okay. <laughs> I'm kind of like the go uh, me to wait? I, I don't know. I'm I I have very low patience.
0: Okay. How about uh, tell me positioning or packaging? Positioning lovely i think that was a good share tell me about one thing you like the days or the night sorry day or night i like day okay lovely that's a good one you did pretty fast and pretty good as well okay that's great so i didn't oh yeah okay no no it was oh, good yeah. it was good it was, fast. It was nice Lovely. So, that was fun.
1: That was fun.
0: <laughs> yes, I I too love to know a little bit extra about you, right? I mean, Maggie Me was kind of expected. I thought so. You will choose that.
1: Definitely. I mean, I'm.
0: I need okay. to eat my Asian food. I I have to ask this now. This is an extra bonus one. Nasi yeah. or nasi lemak? Nasi lemak. <laughs> so, our audience, nasi lemak is the national Malaysian dish and i had to make sure that i asked cheese a malaysian from heart and soul
1: <laughs> yes i mean Naslama for for life <laughs> the first thing when I, wow. order, when, I, when I go overseas i come back in the place stuff i must order by naslima already
0: <laughs> nice <lovely>.
1: <laughs> yeah they have it they have it that's
0: true so, okay. we're wrapping up the second segment and let me ask some quick questions uh this, we we are airing on two platforms on facebook and linkedin and you are an influencer yourself going around with influencers as well uh of course the the reason why it's a linkedin corner because we are live on linkedin and thanks to linkedin for giving us an opportunity to go live because that has not been uh, a feature it's a beta launch and i've been blessed by them to access it and experience it what do you think linkedin as a platform is for entrepreneurs today how how valuable it is and how much time should they even give it i understand you come from more instagram background so it will be nice to know your perspective as well
1: i mean i come from instagram because that's where my, uh, my that's where my job is you know um i sell instagram i sell instagrammers right um but if for me as a business person and um to, to try to attract B2B, I'm definitely on LinkedIn. So like I would put up my articles on LinkedIn, I would put up posts on LinkedIn about like culture, company. Um yep. uh, when I'm hiring people, I'm definitely on LinkedIn, I'm not on Instagram because it will just disappear. So I mean th- different platforms have its own different objectives. Um, but yep. LinkedIn for B2B is amazing. It's the only one, right? Um, and uh I, I think it's it's uh, it's it's it deserves more than, you know, we just need more people to be more open and more uh, uh, vibrant to share. I think a lot of Malaysians are still quite conservative. I think Asians in general, they're not really there on, on LinkedIn except when we need to update our CV. So I think <laughs> the mindset needs to change to to understand that LinkedIn is not just about looking for a job or hiring linkedin is also about like a support system for b2b support system for entrepreneurs uh and also you know just the working community
0: yeah absolutely i would love you shared about the b2b aspect as well because being in a influencer space uh there is a different segment of the business which requires collaboration growth partnership and glad you mentioned that with this i have to say hi to a dear friend who's tuning in with us from facebook hi roberto so nice to see you roberto roberto yes before he points hi, out, he has a question i don't think we want to answer that but yes he's saying where's your doraemon talk
1: oh gosh i you know, Malaysia just—you know—we have to make the news for something so ridiculous. I, when I saw that, I was so like, "Oh my god, where, that is so—you know—nineteen fifties. It's ridiculous." I'm so upset. Actually, I was really upset yesterday when I saw it. I was like, "No kidding. We we're definitely going to make nat- international news," and we did. <laughs> you know, it was covered by some uh, Australian news and uh, Singapore news, mm-hmm. and like, you know. I, I get her intention, you know, I do. I, I get her intention that, you know, we um, try to appeal to the softer side, you know. It's very, it's very Asian. My yeah, mother would say that. It, like I, when I'm dating, my mother would definitely say, like, you know, try to be softer, you know, <laughs> you know, I'm a little bit aggressive, and alpha, right? right? So my mother would be like, okay, can you try to be softer? <laughs> but for that to come out from the ministry is like, OK. I mean, I get her, I get her sentiment. I just think that, you know, could the the whole branding was off and the, the the you know the way they portrayed it was really off yeah okay well, it's just not just the responsibility of the women also also the men but no i'm not going to do the door i do voice for you <laughs> <laughs> i hope the better you got your answer but let's just going
0: forward to talking about so you definitely the LinkedIn has been a beautiful journey how do you think linkedin as a platform for personal branding for entrepreneurs and founders as well like putting because today not it's not, yeah because it's about human to human connection as well. People invest or investors I would say VC's they invest in people rather than investing in companies, right? And uh, that's LinkedIn is one platform which is really putting out your professional side. Uh, whereas Facebook becomes the two family and Instagram becomes the two uh, vibrant and entertaining aspects. So what what is your take on that?
1: uh i think entrepreneurs they need to figure out whether they have time first thing i mean i would love to you know create content every single day you know but i think i don't have the capacity um even though you know um the guy that i really like oh yeah i didn't mention him today yeah so gary v right i love (laughs) he's creative he's fast and he creates creates content on every platform every day so um, i mean of course we want to be like him but he has like four videographers and people editing videos for him all the time right (laughs) And then, like for me, for example, I don't have that that luxury. So, um, okay. yeah, I would I would really love to to spend more time to build my personal branding as well. But there are just some businesses that don't need it. Like uh, there's some businesses that you know investors chase you down, hunt you down. But yeah, um, but depends on the market as well. Like, just say if you're doing something very fintech or you know very, uh, you know just purely servicing the government or purely servicing the banks or something, you don't need so much exposure. Whereas like for my kind of business where we are doing marketing and you know influencer marketing in particular, I really need to, to walk the walk the talk you know? line. So it depends on the industry. Well, la.
0: Of course that's true. That's true. So industry to industry, it definitely matters. So with this, let's get to some audience questions more because they are shooting in questions after questions and I would love awesome. to answer. Okay. So, okay, so he's, it's Vishal Singh, and he's in the supply chain management. Hi, Vishal, thank you for tuning in. He says, dear Shkupu, thank you for the platform. Uh, welcome, I'm happy. I want to ask how to code the journey of startup in professional interview. Okay. I want to ask how to, how to code the journey of startup in professional interview. What does this mean? Vishal, uh, I am not sure. What I think it, it's more about your five years journey or four years journey in maybe a line or two on how exactly would you quote your startup journey so far so.
1: Uh, it has been intense and um, very fun. I wouldn't trade it for the world. I mean, I enjoyed it immensely. Uh, I I love the responsibility of having a team. I I love every single thing I'm learning. Even now with with the pandemic, I'm very excited. Because it's it's like we live in this moment where we get to experience running a business in this global pandemic and this crisis that is like, like, um, according to a McKinsey report, it's like, uh, you know, the world's gonna plummet as bad as it was in world war ii you know the way the fall with the equity market right so i'm just excited I'm, i mean it, i don't know if, if you know anybody who started a year ago would be jumping for joy i mean yeah of course you know they are like oh you know don't have enough revenue to survive and it's true but you get to experience being a founder in this crisis that's like wow yeah. i mean that's amazing for because me, i'm not crisis. driven by the money it's it, just driven by the experience
0: and if you can pass through this imagine the level of strength and power you have within yourself yes. to go to this yes. and survive anything that comes your way beyond this who could imagine the entire economy will come to an halt for the entire world man that's yes. amazing but i hope yes. uh, he got his answer which has been intense but enjoyed thoroughly with all the ups and downs it's worth it, yes. it's, worth it. it's worth it yeah Let's look at the next question. It's coming from Honey Kaur. Hi, Honey. Thank you so much. She is asking, I would like to ask, do you always wanted to be an entrepreneur?
1: I didn't. I didn't. I was uh, so after I left my banking job, I, I then became an actress for a short while because I was kind of like, you know, figuring out what's my journey, right? Then I, I was really depressed, like in my 20s, I was I was not a happy 20s. Like I was always like wondering what is my what's my destiny in this world and and everything. It was not like an immediate, like, you know, I born and then I, I knew I want to be a ballerina from young. It wasn't like that. It was it was a journey. And then uh, I I stumbled upon actually I stumbled upon working in Cradle. Like I, I got into Cradle, I worked there, and then I, I saw all these tech founders. And back then it was like, at the beginning, the beginning of Grab, the beginning of Carlist, uh the early boys, the really, really, you know. At that point in time, yeah, that's how I met KL Chan as well, because he was also a CIP 500 recipient. So these right. were all early days, right? Then I, I was introduced to this whole thing. And then uh, I was just happy working with startups, because of the pace, it was intense, it was fast. I was just happy working for other startups. But then uh, my investor, he actually found me. And he's like, you know, you you should start your own startup. What do you want to do, I fund you. It's OK, you come back to Malaysia, and we we start something together. So when somebody said that to me, I was like, wow. What's the chances? What's the odds? Oh, somebody just want to put money. Don't even have idea. No, want to put money in me to start something. So I was like, okay, let, okay, right. You know, not my money. Let's go. So I was just kind of you know happy. Wow. Uh, wow. I. I is also a to ninety nine. So I
0: mean, that was a great question. Love you for that. Uh, because it's it is it is something that people wonder by looking at entrepreneurs. It's like they always wanted to be, but it's actually a progressive thing you get to know yourself yeah. as you grow and maybe down the line after five years we actually see you at Melinda foundation and not what you're doing at the moment we don't know right we don't know that, that yeah. can happen right
1: yeah. amazing
0: coming to the next question we have it from chetan and she says hi when would you hi. want to share how does, how does a typical nine to five schedule of when at work looks like glad to have you on the show
1: ah okay cool okay so i start in the morning i will uh, wake up shower and then go to work um i okay so my mm-hmm. breakfast typically is just oats i will have a uh like a like a gym bottle i will put like two scoops of oat, oats and then milk powder shake it down it <laughs> that's breakfast i don't want to buy it, i just swallow. So. Um, and then after that, I'll get to the office and then I would um, do one round with the team first. So I'll do one round and like, hey, what, what are you working on today? How are things? You know, how was yesterday? Do you need help with anything? So I would do that with everybody. And then I would um, then go and talk to the selective teams. So every every day I, I select teams to work with. So like you just say today I'm, I'm working on marketing, then I will sit with the marketing team and like, okay guys, so what are we working on? What have you done? Can I see, can I comment? Actually, ever since I have this team of seven, uh, seven team leads, I have just been working on these team leads for the last, and and some every day my meetings with the teams, uh, will go from nine till four, and by by the end of four o'clock I lose my voice. <laughs> uh, every single every single every other day, it's like I, I, like at three o'clock I'm like okay guys I'm losing my voice, and then, but I'll always be on my whiteboard. I love my whiteboard. My office has like seven eight whiteboards, big ones, like six foot long, you know. I love whiteboards. So we, we're always on a whiteboard, always uh, planning ideas, executing and then checking, executing again. So like I would even look at all the emails. so like just say one of my new like fresh grads is writing the email drips right now. So I would open up the email drip, I'll read it and then I'll explain what I want. Like I'll explain what I dislike or what I liked or what worked. And then I will make him do it again. And then he'll share it with me again. And then I'll be like, okay, I like this part. This part, I'll change a little bit here. So it's it's a lot of feedback. So I think uh, the entire percent of my work time is coaching the team because I think uh, the the thing with my startup also because we don't have very experienced team members. So there's only like three people that have you know actually had prior work experience. And the rest of them are fresh grads. So I spend a lot of time training and coaching. Sometimes even if the coach like you know how to write an email. Yeah so it gets yeah. a little bit uh yeah maybe yeah so 70 percent of my day you. is coaching the team and then 30 percent is when like at the end of fi- finishing everything that they they need to do at about three four o'clock i'll sit down and do my stuff <laughs> so <laughs> that could be, you know checking my company secretary work or looking at my uh, accounts or it could be uh you know uh, maybe the shareholders need some update or maybe i need to uh uh, work on the shelters agreement. So there's a lot of the administrative things, my claims, you know, all those things happen after I finish the, the teamwork. So a lot of times, awesome. uh, I would also be doing things like, you know, the slides for presentation. Like, for example, I was supposed to be speaking at the Brand Fest in April, and uh, I, was, I was going to be working on those decks. So usually decks or write-ups uh, and uh, coaching the team.
0: Sometimes Lovely. interviews,
1: uh, hiring, yeah. Oh, oh yeah yes, that I also. I
0: do nine to nine. correct correct that's Not a really good shade point, nine to nine, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry? you i think now you have to cut down from 9 to 9 to a little less you know because you need some time for yourself some breather for yourself
1: yeah so um since i uh, fell sick about 5 months ago uh, i was hospitalized uh, yeah on new year's eve i, I was hospitalized that. for 7 days
0: I saw and that. then
1: after that i i um I started going to work late, so I don't I don't go to work at nine anymore. I usually enter enter at about eleven, um, because I want to let myself sleep in rather than yes. to force myself to wake up. But I I naturally still wake up. I still wake up at seven thirty eight, and then I, I will be on my phone replying first before I drive because Klang is a little bit far from my office. My office is in Ara Damasara, and I live in Klang, oh, right? Okay. And the jam mm-hmm. in the morning is massive, so I usually will reply all the Slack messages one one time before I, I go out. Yeah.
0: Lovely. I think that's true because just letting your mind clear in first thing before you get started, which is like the replying to the messages. Yeah. For me, I don't have to do that. I'll reply the messages. I'll have my to-do list prepared. Like first thing in the morning I'll do is take a pen and a paper. So I'm very I'm a traditional in that manner. I'm not take my phone. I'm just writing a pen and a paper and that gives me the right feel of it, you know, still. I'm the
1: same. <laughs> I don't
0: have to do this here. Wow. Oh, lovely. Okay, let's do a high five. I don't have my diary, otherwise, I would have just showed you what to write on my to-do I list. usually have them
1: yeah. written like this. Yeah, these are all my notes.
0: Oh, lovely. You know, this is this is, this is what I do. So that's my to do list. Okay, one second. That's my to do list. is yes, so tidy. How do you get
1: it so tidy? My goodness. I like it. I like this it. And really, I have this. Very book, nice in writing.
0: <laughs> I have these boxes. I'll make sure once this is done, I'll run back to my diary to fill in the color. You know, because I just want to make sure that I have completely filled the box. That means my task is done. It gives me wow. sense of achievement. <laughs> yeah,
1: I have. So, to. I, I don't do that, but I just slash it off.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, okay.
1: Satisfaction that's off. That satisfaction. Like, is. Yes, yes. <laughs> so okay, that's
0: a nice like way. It. So this is something I'll do. And that's an amazing question. Thank you so much for asking. He is the partner in crime for LinkedIn pronor Stories. And I'm so glad he asked that. OK, so with this, I have to take you to the last interesting segment. Another adrenal rush is going to happen. OK, before that, audiences, we have last five minutes left. So if you have any final questions for when, please. And this is our final episode of Edition 1 of Million Ton Stories. So guys are going to miss tomorrow, for sure, honestly. Because I, I was literally emotional today. Because last 10 days, the kind of hustle, not 10. I should say 14 days days—when The hustle that has gone behind doing this. Tomorrow morning, this is not going to happen. Uh, we are all going to plan for Edition 2. But the daily planning is not going to be there. So we are already feeling like we are going to miss. Oh, my God. But yes, it's the last five minutes. Any question, please drop in the comment section and I'll try to bring it to you and get to answer to us. I so just want to say
1: congratulations for finishing this uh, this series. I think it's uh, it's a huge feat because it's every single day, right? It's amazing. I think you guys did a great job. I mean oh, thank you so need to so celebrate. I think you need to, you know, sleep in. <sighs> I love
0: really it when great. I finish something, you know. Yeah, exactly, and you know we did this uh, when in fifty to sixty hours, like you know when the MCO was announced, we were like, now we have to do it. Uh, I just got that feeling that wow. Push, you have to do this, and I had a team meeting, so we did all <laughs> all my team. I had my team from Singapore, from India, from Malaysia. Everyone in the call, I said, this is something we have to do, and they said, let's do it. Everyone was super excited, and I'm blessed to have people like this who were with me in this journey. And they rushed entire branding, the website, and everything. And we are all My
1: goodness.
0: (laughs) I can't imagine that this has come to life beautifully with the love and support that's happening. But nothing was possible without you and all the guests that were there with us on this journey. And they shared such valuable tips and life stories. And the audiences who stayed with us in all the nine episodes. Thank you so much. Deep, deep, deep thank you to all of you. So when let's come to the last segment. The last segment is very simple, but at the same time, you have to be super candid about it. So I'm gonna say okay. one word that comes to your mind. With that word, you have to tell me back. So let's say if I say food and natural comes to your mind, so you have to be super fast on that.
1: Okay, okay.
0: <gasps> okay, oh, yeah, I
1: love this. Okay. <laughs>
0: Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. So when I say sushi team. Health. Health. Yeah. Sleep. Life. Snowboarding. Dating. Love. Digital. Entrepreneur. Startup. Um,
1: fun, family, love, travel, uh, adventure.
0: How about the side village? philanthropy? Philanthropy. Bill Gates. <laughs> I was expecting that one. Challenge.
1: Challenge. Um, accepted. Japanese whiskey. Japanese whiskey every day. <laughs> <laughs> Future
0: um, unknown Malaysia Home and Yuen Pong Big Sister. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, lovely! That was a great one. That was a good one. I I like. I I like the super fast. You were actually very fast. Didn't took too much of time on pondering. So love that. Love that. Simply love that. Thank you. Okay. I had fun. Yes, absolutely. So I'm just checking with my team if we wanna have any more audience questions. Okay, one last audience question which I would like to ask. Okay, so we have a question from Anil tuning in from Singapore, and he wants to ask when what is your drive to be successful despite the health issues you have been facing? He especially says kudos to you. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Uh, what was the drive? I think it's the team. Um, you know, when you have a, a team of people who, you know, share the same vision as you, it kind of feels like you're in, you're in it together. You can't just give up you can't just walk out and I think they've been the one that you know really drive me to move it's it's like when I started the business and it was alone it was like oh, okay I just wanted to prove people that I can do it you know um, at the beginning but as I, when I form a team right um, now the the team and the community that I' built that's what drives it so every single time and, and actually because I've been very very honest on my social media I, I I'm brutally honest on all my social medias right um, I get a lot of genuine uh inspirations from people because they come up and they tell me things like uh they they tell me like oh when you know um so one of these under uh, influencers they, they actually like put us as like they work in sushi vid, but actually they don't work in sushi vid, they just work for sushi vid, awesome. uh, yeah. at, like you know so when they do that it's like oh that that is so sweet or you know sometimes when they they leave me reviews um sometimes when i write uh on my social media as well like you know i've been very sick or whatever and then they're like you know thank you so much for like working hard for us and like the creators themselves are appreciative Mm -hmm. and that makes a big difference right because at the end of the um the business is nothing without our influencers the business is nothing without my team definitely so i think the first thing is definitely the team right and and the fact that we are we are able to work together and 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 uh we're able to provide a fun place fun loving place for everybody to work i think that's that's where it's uh that's where the drive is just imagine if, if today it closes and then they have to go and find other jobs and then you know they land up in some toxic environment that's that's so sad i will also credit you for that for giving them that
0: environment you know they they, they reciprocated quite well and helped you strive through this tough time but i'm sure what you did yeah. and you were with them gave them the comfort to be themselves also played an integral role in, in your journey so kudos to you on that kudos to the strength the daily battle that you have to fight um, there's so much i can say but seriously uh, sometimes it's the silence that 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 i feel for certain issues the certain topics but kudos kudos its health is not Thank something you. we should take for easy for sure when I see uh, you the next time, I'm going to give you a big hug. And that's the, you know, yes, that's the. Let's do that. Let's do that. Let's do that. Yeah. The MCL, so we'll do that. Let's let let's the MCO finish your catch after that.
1: Yeah, let's let's do that. I've been meaning to. I can't wait to get up. Actually, I have a 12, 12 week quarantine. Mine is longer because of my asthma.
0: Yeah, you told me man. that's that's even bad. That's really bad. But yeah, you need some rest. So it's a good side. The good side is you get rest as well. Four, yeah i'm embracing
1: trying to i'm you know the the mother and me living 24 7 together is can be stressful <laughs> so I'm learning that and i'm trying not to you know because sometimes it's, it's just like you know you think that husband and wife will get divorced like oh mother and daughter might disown each other <laughs> yeah
0: okay so with this i'll come to the last question for the day and tell us dark side of when tell us your dark side what dark what is side. the dark side yeah a, a side which not many
1: people know you're super candid i know you're, you're really there okay. out i guess there um i can I, I tend to be somebody who overthinks and over worries um i think that's where the stress lies and uh, if there's a dark side to it it goes really really deep into a, a space where it could get to a point where i have suicidal thoughts so that's a dark side that nobody not many people know and like i have a few really really good friends and that will snap me out of it so whenever i get i get to think and i and i get thinking into something really really morbid I will I will have weird thoughts and then I will have to just call my friend like I'll call for it uh, For I was used to work with it I will call for it and then for it would be like okay, wouldn't well, get out of it snap out of it You need to snap out of it. So I will have to distract myself by going like reversing my brain out of it. So uh, To give you an example, it's uh, it's like uh, if I think about like oh, do I want to have a child, right? And I'll be thinking, and I'm like, oh, but the world is so sad, you know, and life is so miserable. Like, you know, there are all these people that are, you know, in their twenties. Life is so difficult, and then the world is terrible, and then climate change, and then you know, all this, uh, you know, all this pollution, everything. The world's not getting better, and then like, you know, Elon Musk have to have to, you know, bring all the humanity to Mars. And then I'll go into this really deep thing, and then I'll be like, okay, I don't think I should have a child, like, just because. There is enough suffering in this world and then that there, there are kids that are you know that I should adopt before I even consider bringing another life into this world so I will have this crazy thinking and then I will it goes really deep and then at some point I'll be like okay you, what the hell like so it, it, it happens um, maybe once every three months or four months I will I will have this, Moments in my life where I will just seclude myself, and then I will just shut. Like you, you see it. Like you know, some days I'm every every other day I'm very active on my social media, right? And then there'll be like seven or, or ten days where I just disappear. <laughs> that's that's probably the, the dark moments. And then um, and my friends who know me, they will call me. They will they will call because they know that I'm 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 in this rut. And then um, but I also reach out to get help. I I don't just um yeah I don't just it- letting really drown me because i know that like you know um i i know that i i shouldn't be in this it, Correct. this is not me and i should be happier and i should be stronger um like so i will have to snap myself out um, Yeah. yeah so but it's just i don't know how come it's like that like i will i'll be very excited and happy a lot and then there'll be like one cycle where it's like so so it's, it's kind of like okay I, I equate it to you know being able to like in, in order for you to feel real happiness right is when you must equally be able to embrace sadness because if you you have not if, if you want to not feel sadness right yes. then you're you can't feel happiness as well because, because your life is just going to be so yes so that's why i feel like because i'm i'm always able to embrace a lot of happiness i also will get into my my moments where I, I i get into extreme sadness and then yeah that's when i need to call my friends <laughs> yeah i
0: i don't know what to say but thank you so much for sharing that side of you see all of us no, have but it the happens way. to everyone so you guys shouldn't well, exactly like exactly this is what i'm saying so these weak moments in life it's common for anybody everybody yeah happens the most important part that I want my audiences to and to understand the thought with is how to snap out of it. Have right people around you. Have people who understand you, who yeah. love you, and who are people who motivate you and keep you in the positive mind frame. Just make sure that you know you are getting into a zone, which, of course, is an experience. But you know how to just zone out of it. Call someone. Get help. That's the most favorite part that you mentioned to me when though you went through an emotional journey, but you knew you are okay with the fact of going out and seeking help. There are people who just, they just get in between these thoughts and they don't want to even go out for help, which is dangerous. I, I think seeking yeah. out for help is no harm. Everybody out there is ready to give you a huge hug anytime. So yeah. yeah. Just just have the right people around you and know that they'll be there for you forever.
1: Yeah, and you must have, I mean, we have to embrace and also realize that mental health is a real issue. Yes. Um, I mean, I have seen uh, shrinks before and then they actually come and tell me like, oh, you're not in you're not you don't have depression. because <laughs> like, you're able to feel you're able to feel so you're, you're not de- you are in a depressed state, but you're not you don't have depression. That's what they tell me. So, but people have all these highs and lows and all this, you know, emotional feelings and all that. And that's real. And um, and mental health is also a very real problem, and we need to learn how to address. Um, it's something that, I think, that's where the young people will really suffer at some point. Uh, the millennials, and and that's something we need to work on, especially with our teams. Yeah, absolutely.
0: I think that's bang on. Uh, we realize with the fever that we are not well and we take, we run away, we run to the doctor, like, okay, let's get the, let's get the paracetamol and stuff, but the fact is these fevers are easy cure, but mental health, please pay attention to that as well, because as much as physical health yeah. is important, the mental health is more important. Thank you so much, Wen, for this amazing 60 plus minutes, of course, thank you for
1: sense. having me. I had fun.
0: <laughs> That's so glad. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad we could go you and uh, you shared your lovely story of the last five years and even beyond of how Ben is and how we can relate to you but seldom now. Every time I see him, I'll be thinking about you. For sure, trust me. <laughs> but yes, thank you so much for joining us and thank you to my lovely audience. Is there any parting thoughts you want to leave them
1: with? Um, stay at home. All of us should stay at home. It's hard. But, you know, today I just went outside to the garden and saw my mom's plants for the first time. I, like, stared at them and, like, oh, it's really red. Like, really trying to just absorb the nature. So, yeah, stay at home. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I had fun. Thank you.
0: Yes, yes. We we equally had so much fun. I think everyone did as well. If you love the show, if you want me to keep doing it, all I want is please type in yes in the comment section to help us understand what we are doing is right or wrong just y-e-s how much did the show value you did any any change came in your life with what you did in the last nine days with the nine people from different countries singapore indonesia malaysia india i would love to hear your thoughts because honestly the only drive we have is you as an audience to keep us going and making sure that the second edition is more powerful and can come to you with a bigger impact covid has definitely changed a lot of lives and so it has for me and for the entire team behind the the stories because these these 12 13 days have been phenomenally different for us so look at the brighter side Try to be as positive as possible. Things are not right, but it's only on the perspective on what you see. LinkedIn Corner, please follow this as a hashtag to make sure that you get all the right updates on when the edition is coming in. Because we have already started to receive some amazing guest invitations. And at the same time, we've started shortlisting some amazing people for the edition too, which is which is scheduled in the next 45 to 16 days we are yet to release the dates but yes we are going to come back soon with all the love all the amazing stories once again but guys all i need is three letter word, yes to make sure and to keep me motivated this is this is the selfish me asking just one single word from you guys it'll, it'll help us understand whether we are going in the right direction that's all thank you so much for all the love, support, wonderful messages, likes, comments, shares that you have given us in past nine days, um, I'm losing. I'm really losing words here. But yes, just thank you. Stay at home. Support the government as much as possible to break this chain, so that we can get back to our normal lives and rock it once again, once again. Yes. Okay, so thank you, Wen. Thank you once again. <laughs> Tuning off. Thank you take care. screenshot to share later. Nice to you. Bye.